Hello and thanks for joining us here at Cathedral of Faith Church for our podcast. We pray that you're inspired by the message. Be sure to subscribe to hear new messages weekly. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your goodness and your blessings. We pray, God, that you would bless us. Speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We have done some teaching from the book of Revelation. And uh, we're going to read a verse, a few verses, or two verses, three verses from that 12th chapter. Verse 10 and following. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, now salvation and strength in the kingdom of God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. You may be seated if you will. I'm going to use for a subject this morning, fighting a defeated enemy in 2020. Uh, this seems to be a reincurring message and so we preach it again. The world is at war against COVID-19. Yes, the nations are battling an unseen enemy that is yet to be conquered. It's true then that the church is at war. The war that we fight as the body of Christ is more dangerous than the medical community's battle as they wage war to defeat the pandemic. Every believer is at war with eternal consequences. A man by the name of Terrell Law wrote a book entitled The Fight of Every Believer. He contends that every believer faces the same battle, the battle of thoughts. If you're not at war, that means you've already been defeated. It is not God's will that any of us become casualties of war. Our enemy was defeated by Christ. The Lord defeated the devil when he uh, gave his life, died on that cross, and rose from the dead. And earlier he had said, upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. We are the church. And the gates of hell should not be prevailing against you and me. Am I right about it? Because we, 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 we have a defeated enemy. But we face a paradox. The enemy is defeated and yet we are admonished to fight. It's important that we know 
our enemy and what it takes to be victorious in days like this. He's a master of deception. He pretends that he's not defeated. He doesn't have anything new though. He's got the same old stuff he's always used. But he's just more desperate. As you read John's writings, he says he has but a short time. He knows his days are numbered. And we're fighting an invisible enemy that has no intentions of surrendering. There's no quitting it. He's going to fight to the end. And so my brothers and sisters, I just want to do a little teaching here. There are some weapons arrayed against us by our enemy. He is a active shooter. An active shooter on the move. Seeing who he can destroy. He uses weapons of mass destruction. You know, one or two, he's, it's mass destruction. Am I right about it? And yet his weapons appear to be harmless. They appear to be harmless. But they're not harmless. I said they're not harmless. The stuff he uses is deadly. Are you listening to me? His weapons may appear overwhelming in order to intimidate us. You'll be surprised how many of us are intimidated by what he's bringing against us. Amen. His favorite weapon is fear. Uh, yeah. And, and the world is just full of fear. Well, let me not say the world. How about the church? The church is full of fear. As if God has abandoned us sometimes. Amen. Well, the weapons are useless unless we rely on the word. God often gives me this word, Isaiah 54, 17. You don't have to turn to it. It says that that uh, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That means it doesn't matter what kind of weapons he uses, they won't prosper. Amen. We, we, we know, we must know what weapons that we have. We got some too, y'all. Look at your neighbor and say, we got some weapons. Go to Second Corinthians, the tenth chapter, and the third verse. You will see that we have some weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, not man-made, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought. Terry Law was right. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. It's what you have on your mind that counts. Have you ever asked anybody what's on your mind and they say nothing? <laughs> it wasn't nothing. They just didn't want to tell you. Because we, 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 we always got something. Even when we look blank. 
something is on our minds. Am I right? Natural walls are won by superior weapons. World War II ended when we dropped the atom bomb on Japan. We had a superior weapon. They quickly surrendered after that. And then there was something. And God has given us superior weapons. Last night was a rough night for me. I say it was rough. My wife asked me this morning, did I sleep? I said, no, not really. (laughs) You know, I, I got down in prayer around seven or so. And when I got up, this arm, this one right here, y'all see this arm here? I couldn't hardly move. It hurt so bad. Now I'm in prayer now. The devil got the nerve to attack me while I'm in prayer. And uh, she tried to help me. She couldn't. I just kept confessing the word, confessing the word. And so finally it was time to go to bed and you know, it won't sleep. It's up and down, up and down. I couldn't sleep. Hurt too bad. But, 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 but I just said, Lord, now, I asked him this morning about it. He said, well, I, I'll let you go through that so you can teach this message. Okay, all right. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> but really what got me, church, I guess it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. I dropped off a little bit to sleep. Uh, down on the floor as I used to go and got up and couldn't turn my neck. Oh my God. Am I neck turning in? I said, Oh Lord. I said, This devil is for real, ain't it? The wall is on. <laughs> I didn't tell about this. So I want to hear, want to hear it brand new. Oh Lord. I said, what am I going to do now? But I went to wall. I went to wall saints. I fought tooth and nail. I, I, I yanked the neck and rebuked the devil and kept on, kept on. And then finally I went in and got me a weight. You know, I've been using three pounds. I got me a six pound weight. You know? So let me, let me, let me fight. Now, it's fighting time, y'all. You, how did that over? You got to fight. I said, Lord, I got to fight this enemy because he knows Sunday is coming. Oh, it was it was a fight, y'all. Finally, I, I said, well, well, the devil said, well, you know, you're not going to be able to get on the elliptical no more. I got on the elliptical. I got to move this thing. I just want you to know that you're in a fight. I said, we're in a fight. But we got superior weapons now. We got the word, y'all. I fought with the word. We've been listening to Brother Hagin's word and we've been going through and dealing with other things. But that word, oh my God. Look at the neighbor say, ain't nothing like the word. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are mighty through God. The devil doesn't want you to confess the word. My God. So you're not going to be able to shave in the morning. 
I did shave, y'all. Because I shaved with my right hand. <laughs> so you're not going to be able to drive in the morning. Did I drive, honey? I didn't hit nothing, did I? We gotta, we gotta know how to use our weapons. When, when I was in ROTC in college, the first thing they made sure we learned how to do was to take that M1 apart and put it back together. <laughs> so you gotta, that's a long time ago, I know they don't use those now, but, so you gotta know how to use your weapon. And keep it in shape, so you got to clean it, <laughs> break it down, put it together. <laughs> I see you, Dr. Anthony. That's, uh, I never forgot that. And that's what we got to do. We got to know our weapons and know how to use them. And the weapons that we have are the Word of God. Amen. Paul said, be strong in the Lord. And in the what? Power of his might. What else is it? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but my God, we wrestling with we're not wrestling with flesh and blood. With spiritual wickedness in high places and he names them. So you gotta have on the whole armor. Somebody say all of it. Breastplate of righteousness. Yes, yes, the shield of faith is so important. And the sword of the spirit, that's the only one that's an offensive weapon. The word of God. Come on, say, quote the word. Keep on quoting it. Tell the devil he's defeated. Tell him by your stripes, Lord, I am healed. Hallelujah. Somebody say, hallelujah. My next point is wage war when attacked. When you are attacked, that's when you got to go to war. I got mad, upset that the devil twice attacked me while I'm in prayer. And the last time he did it, that was enough. You got to wage war. Now, you know what most people do? Say, oh, Lord. You start the moaning. You start the groaning. You start complaining. I didn't do none of that. Because won't nobody awake to hear me. <laughs> My wife was sleeping good. I wasn't going to wake up. Amen. Praise God. Paul said here in 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Isn't that what we want to be able to say? Now let me tell you something. Everybody's going to make it. You're going to fight a good fight. You're going to have to fight. This This is a fight to the finish. Your fight is not my fight. Your attack is not my attack. You got one that's just right for you. The enemy knows just what to attack you with. My mother, she's going to heaven now. She suffered from severe, severe arthritis. And the devil said, well, now I'm going to put that on you. Now, sir. No, 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 no. That curse is broken, y'all. 
generation curses. People say such and such a thing run in my family. But how do I need a Musa? Thank you, Holy Ghost. But when it gets to you, what are you gonna do? Say, oh Lord, that runs in my family. I know that's what I'm gonna have. Isn't that what we do? Sugar runs in my family. Cancer runs in my family. This runs in my family. Those are generation curses, but we got power, y'all, to de- defeat the enemy. Tell him it stops right here. That's what I had to tell him this morning. The curse is broken. Hallelujah, somebody. I'm not saying it doesn't run in your family. It just don't run in you. Amen. Sin run in my family. (laughs) All that's a curse. Amen, y'all. You can't let the enemy put that on you. Hallelujah. We have a fight, but we got somebody with us. Who has trained us how to fight. The Holy Spirit doesn't abandon you. Just because you're going through. You just got to recognize he's right there. Somebody say he's right there. Hallelujah. In fact greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in the world. The greater one lives in me. The greater one lives in you. Hallelujah. So I asked him to, to say something this morning. And so he told me, he said, well, I allowed him to attack because I knew you had to preach this word. I said, oh, my God. Whew. I had the message before I got the attack. Because he told me what he wanted me to preach. But I can preach better now because I've been through something. Y'all just don't know I've been through something. Anybody in here been through something? Now I got some good news for you. You're going to win this fight because the fight is rigged. Did I hear you? You hear me? I say the fight is rigged. The enemy is already defeated. He has already lost the fight. So you can't do nothing but win. Lift those hands and say, I'm going to win. Is there anybody in a fight besides me in this house? But you other than the most. But you, if you listen to me online, if you are in a fight, if you are in a struggle, if you are going through this morning, I want to give you good news. Your enemy is defeated. The word says, Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing nothing shall hurt you hallelujah I had to tell him you need to read James 4 7 James 4 7 says Lord have mercy he said resist the devil not give in to him resist the devil and he will flee He's got to flee. I'm reminding him of that scripture. But you, you got to tell him to read it. 
Read it, devil. You was supposed to be fleeing, and you are running. You are trying to get out of here, because I got something that will take you out. Hallelujah. You got to tell the enemy that you're dangerous. Don't mess with me. Because I'll pull my stuff out. I'll pull my word out. Hallelujah. The Lord told me, said the word is like fire. Not only does it cut, but it burns. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Act like you believe that the enemy is defeated. Act like you believe it's so. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lift those hands that worship. The fear spirit must be rebuked. Amen. God has not abandoned the church. Lift those hands and give him a little more worship. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you have not abandoned us. Even though, Lord, many are suffering, you have not abandoned us. Many are dealing with fear and frustration, but you have not abandoned us. Lord, we're coming out because we are more than conquerors. Lord, have mercy. Somebody declare, say, I'm more than a conqueror. You got to let the enemy know that you are a conqueror. If you're listening and the enemy is giving you a hard time, I don't know what you're going through, but God knows. Let's pray. Father, we pray now, not for just these here, but those yonder. Lord, some have dealing with real fear going through. Somebody in the family is sick. Somebody has COVID-19. But God, he didn't push it. But God, you have not abandoned us. And then you're the Savior. You're the Deliverer. If you're not saved, friend, this is the time to know that you know that you know that Jesus is your Savior. He's just waiting for you. So say yes to him and no to the devil. Say, Lord, I give you my life. I give you my heart. Transform me. Make me like you. I ask it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And if you're not close to God, come back to him. Come back home. He loves you with an everlasting love. He's just been waiting on you. He's just been waiting on you to come back home. He will forgive. I say he will forgive. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Amen. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Before I close, I will pray for those that have physical problems. Certainly I'll do it today when I have suffered. Going through the kind of pain I dealt with on last night. But I want to tell you something. God is a healer. He's a healer. When Pastor Griffin was having us worship, and he said, raise your hands. I'd get mine on up there. I had to get mine up high so the devil know you got to go against what he said. Yeah, let's get up there real high because I couldn't raise it no higher than this last night. It was like that. And it won't move it. But it was But God. You know, that's why I recommend my book. It's got all my, some of my healings in there. Miracles that God has done for me. Father God, in the name of Jesus. There are people that need a healing, need a miracle. Oh, they have a loved one who needs one. And no, 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 The miracles that you need is in the house. The Lord is here now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Ooh, praise you.